Hi, my name is Kelly Pennington, and I'll be discussing life with adoption as my description. You know, my mom was adopted when she was about two days old, as well as my uncle. But I believe that this impacted not only her life, but her children's lives. She has myself, my brother, and my little sister. And this is because I feel as though when you have a family without adoption, you know your hereditary symptoms that could happen within your family, religious backgrounds, cultural backgrounds, and my mom doesn't know this. So life with knowledge of only one side of the family makes things a mystery in a way. My mom was adopted in Chicago in 1967 and doesn't know her birth parents at the time. Since then, she has found out who her mother is, and she actually died of pancreatic cancer. And that's one big reason of our hereditary unknowns, because now we do know that that is hereditary and it could happen. Uh, One year, about two years ago, I bought her an Ancestry DNA kit for Mother's Day, as well as myself, because I wanted her to be able to see this physical family tree to connect the dots, when really, I know I'm her birth daughter and she knows that, but I think she was just happy to see this family line. And I actually talked to her a little bit, and she said that it's her little family Charlie Brown tree. It's not that big, not that pretty looking, but it's her family. And with my first reference, I was able to look on Ancestry DNA after doing this swab on Mother's Day and getting it a few weeks later. And I found that I'm England and Northwestern Europe, about 31%, Scottish, 24%, Irish, 21%, and Germanic Europe, 14%. Welsh, 7%, and Norway, 3%. And with this, I was able to see that my mom was not Norwegian. She did not have any Norwegian in her, and I found that my grandma did on my dad's side. So I got that Norwegian off his side, and I found that so interesting because I found on Irish, my dad had more Irish, and my mom had maybe 3%. And Scottish, my mom had more Scottish than me. So I found all these little pools that I grabbed from each parent. And it was just so interesting to me. And I'll lay out that um, on a paper so you're able to see that as well. Because it's just so interesting. If, If you could do an Ancestry DNA, absolutely do it. And I found a quote. And this is by Wilsich. And he said, there's an urge a call on everybody to follow and fulfill the traditions of his family, race, nation, and the religious community into which he was born. The loss of this tradition is deprivation, which may result in the stunting of emotional development. I was baptized Roman Catholic when I was a baby, but I really didn't understand why we chose that because my mother is Lutheran and my brother has a different dad and he's Christian. So I grew up with all these different religions, and I never really understood how we chose this and how families chose this. And I talked to my grandma, and she said it's because her Irish background. It's because they decided to be Roman Catholic when they immigrated here. And my mom's adoption will mark both her and whomever is past us, because we may never know her religion and why Her birth family chose their religion, but we know that my grandparents that raised her was Lutheran. And to be honest, my grandparents are my everything, and they raised my mother into an amazing woman. And I found something very interesting. 
in my opinion, that's a little far off, but I think it's cool. And I'm sure you guys would understand this as well as being awesome or not awesome, but just interesting. My grandma's dad, so my mom's grandpa, lived in Florida, Chicago, Oregon, Washington, and he robbed banks back early 1900s. And he went to jail for them and he would get back out and rob banks. And he was part of a mafia in, or the mob in Chicago. And my grandma was a little girl and the FBI used to follow her and ask who and where her dad was. And my grandma never knew because he did wander a lot. And finally, my grandma, when she was 16, hopped a train from Florida to Chicago and never looked back because she was so scared and wanted a new life for herself. And although she's not blood to me, I I think that is just so interesting. And I'm able to tell my children how amazing my grandma was to make her own life and her own cultural decisions. And I don't know, because on my mom's side, I don't know if I have any amazing stories like that, uh, or cousins or aunts or uncles or even grandparents that have these heroic stories But I do know that my grandparents that adopted my mother have these loving hearts and are truly my grandparents. And I'm able to tell these stories of them too and pass these on as a legacy to my children. And my mother now does know who her mother was and was able to find a few siblings that had the same mother. Uh, She has two sisters and a brother. And she gave them all up for adoption So this ancestry DNA was amazing for her to see her ethnicity and some ties that say mother's side on my ancestry DNA. And I found this to be impactful and being my reference because not only is it my background, but it's my mother's. And then her biological mother gave up a daughter and that's part of her story. And then my grandparents that adopted my mother and that's part of their story. So these moments in time really impact who we are. And I'm going to tie this into from my ancestry DNA. I really liked that I was Irish and I found that to be so empowering. And I found a quote by Kevin Kenny. And it's from the book, The American Irish, A History. It says, Irish faced abundant discrimination, much of it, frankly, racial in character. If this racial subordination was less severe than the faced by others, it was a racial nonetheless. In distinguishing between degrees of racial subordination, the point is not to downplay, downplay the extent of popular hostility labor discrimination, and general social degradation faced by the Irish in the 19th century of America. I chose this because I was talking to my grandmother, and she was telling me that Irish immigrants were discriminated when they came to America, and they actually were targeted for racism, and many were angry that the Irish were coming to America and stealing their jobs because they were just wanting a better life for themselves. And I feel like that is very true today of many Americans being so harmful to Hispanic people coming from Mexico and staying, saying the same exact things. And I'm hating that history repeats themselves. With my culture and DNA matching system from Ancestry, it showed that I was 21% Irish. 
that faced some form of discrimination. And I had no idea that happened in the 19th century. And so it kind of gave me a little lesson that others are discriminated and you may not have even been taught that. So there's so much more that I have to learn with other cultures as well, I'm sure. I also found out that through this ancestry DNA, my mother was not Norwegian like I had discussed before. And I just found that with these Irish cultures that my dad and I both had, different beliefs and backgrounds than other Catholic European cultures. And I say this because Irish cultures sometimes had that Roman Catholic. And when they came to America, they had different beliefs than other Catholic um, Catholic churches. I don't, I don't know personally why my parents chose to stick with Roman Catholic, but I do know that when Irish came, um, Kevin Kenny explained this as a, many didn't want change. And when there's new people in America, change was bad and they wanted things to stick the same. So I think that was very interesting to me and something new to learn. I also think that this impacts me as well because now I can research more into where in Ireland maybe I was from or if I downloaded this genealogy website, I can find that I was, some of my family immigrated times and times before or maybe even only two generations ago. My grandma on my dad's side, she said her grandfather came from Germany and she told me that When he came to Germany, he wanted this American dream everyone talks about. And when he discussed this, he told my grandma's dad, you cannot speak German when we come to America because we will be American. And this was during Hitler's time, sadly. And I think my grandma said she was scared. They were scared. I'm sorry, not she. But she said that they were scared that when they spoke German, they would be discriminated because of such of the bad things that were happening. And they did not want to relate themselves to this because in reality, my grandma found that we are related to the Kaiser, which is awful. And the Kaiser at the time was working with Hitler. And I believe they were just so scared to be discriminated, which rightly many things were happening that were not great. But with that, it impacts us because what our ancestors did to many people in different cultures will follow us and we have to do better than that. And I think we need to learn from the things that we have done in the past. And with that, I found another quote. And this was actually from week seven. In that section of week seven of our um, of our class, uh, opened my eyes. It was white privilege, and this was by Peggy McIntosh. And it says, rather than creating a sense of guilt or blame, the point of the work of my work. Peggy McIntosh, is to help those with the most power to recognize that privileging systems exist and that the existence of unearned disadvantage usually involves a corresponding existence of over-advantage. This was my fourth reference, and I, I wanted to end with this one because McIntosh really 
really created something because I was able to see that I have more advantages than many's, many of those around me. And I have a blinder and I feel like we can learn and grow for equity. I, I grew up as a Caucasian woman in America. I believe that if I am here fighting for equity in our society and those around me do the same and be a part of it, the power of race in America could shift because we need to stick together and not be blind to racism. But also, we can't be blind to color. I learned that in our class too. If we're blind to color, we don't see our individuality and the differences our cultures give for America. This class really showed me that what we learn when we're younger may not be how it is considering Columbus Day and how awful of a guy this Columbus person was or Thanksgiving and that we were only taught part of it. And McIntosh also made me feel as though um, my husband's Panamanian. He's a first generation. His mother immigrated when she was in her 20s. And he has a different culture, and I'm so excited for when we have children, they can embrace this culture and how he grew up or how his mother grew up, and I hope to guide them and have them grow in their beautiful ethnicity. I hope to teach them Spanish and to speak fluently so their grandma's language with their grandma's language and so they can talk to each other and she can show them how she grew up or the foods, the music, and the power of her culture that made her who she is. And I want them to know, my children to know where she's from. And so they're not just my ethnicity. They're going to be half of my husband's. And I believe that being Panamanian or Latin America from Latin America is just such a beautiful thing. And I'm so excited to show them who they are. And I, I, I hope that everyone is proud to be who they are and their ethnicity and their culture and to really dive into theirs and others. I found once my husband told me he was a Panamanian and his mother immigrated from here, I wanted to learn the foods she cooked because I wanted my husband to come home and have some of his food that he grew up with, not just mine. Although I love my hamburgers, uh, what I grew up with. <laughs> now I know how to make empanadas or fried rice. And I also am starting to try to learn more Spanish so I can speak with his grandfather, who is also from originally Argentina to Panama. I know that dives into my husband's background and what impacts him, but who my husband is will impact me and impact our children and I really hope that seeing that really grows on equity because I want my children to feel as though their culture is just as important as mine, just important as our neighbors and our neighbors' neighbors. I just want to thank you for this class and this opportunity to really talk about my culture and why this impacts historically and in the now, because reality is historically now and the future is really what's going to keep going in our culture and hopefully band together and fight for equity in our society. And I really appreciate it. Thank you so much.
Have a good day.